0: Hey, it's Chris Jones with The Jones Zone, and this episode of the podcast is brought to you by The Jones Zone at Keller Williams Realty. That's right. We sponsor our own podcast. So if you know of anybody looking to buy, sell, rent, or invest in residential real estate in the Charlotte, Rock Hill, Fort Mill area, have them connect with us on their favorite platform. Enjoy the show. It's Chris and Brian Jones, your real estate advocates, community connectors, talking Charlotte and York County area real estate, and interviewing business owners, entrepreneurs, and community leaders. Welcome to the Jones Zone Podcast. Only... Only... Oh, sorry. I'm so used to interrupting
1: you. Yeah. Only if you promise not to interrupt me this time. We have a very special guest, and I want you to embarrass me in front of him. Yes, sir. Three... To two. you. Get your shine box. All right, go ahead. Three, two, one, go. Welcome to the Jones
0: Zone podcast. What's up, Brian?
1: See that rock I'm flexing?
0: I've never seen someone flex their muscles like that. I was
1: rolling up my shirt and
0: I had the urge. Hey, why'd you hit yourself like that? You kind of slapped it a couple times.
1: didn't mm-hmm. get so what we do in the bodybuilding world, oh, okay. in the bodybuilding community that I'm heavily involved in, we slap our muscles, make them grow. Mm. Have See you had pleasure. gains lately? Big gains. Are those gains around my my stomach? <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> or big gains around your stomach. Hey, that's okay. It's it
0: runs in the family. I'm like that too. Mm. You know, people uh, they look at me, they don't realize that it takes a lot of hard work to get this physique. Does it though? No, no. <laughs> All right, let's get into it. Dusty Ramsbottom with Fat City Entertainment is here today. Speaking of fat, I guess. Uh, FCE, can I call it that? Sure. Yeah. FCE is an event planning media and entertainment company that helps anyone transform their party into an unforgettable experience. They do pub trivia, comedy night. They, you have games where you can download off their website. They also do like digital marketing with videos, podcasts, and web series. These guys do a ton of stuff, all of that included and more. Dusty bottom welcome to the Jones Zone. Good to have you, man. Thank you very much for having me. How are you guys doing today? Fantastic. It's great.
1: We. It will be great.
0: Brian realized that his gains are minimal, and I realized that my gains are maximal. Yeah. So other than that, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's kind of a real brief watered-down version of who you are and what you do, but if you don't mind, give us kind of your background, a little bit of your
2: personal story, and then how you got into running Fat City Entertainment and everything. Yeah, man, I I moved down to North Carolina, I'm in Charlotte, uh, from Canada. Last year, I've been here just over a year now. Uh, it's been an experience, I must say.
1: What's oh, the main wow. difference between living in, in Canada?
2: What part of Canada, first of all? Calgary, Alberta. Cal- Cal- oh, so he does know who you know, you know who Bret Hart, Hart is. is right? Yeah, oh well, yeah, for sure. Are you a fan of him? I wouldn't say a fan. I mean, he's a wrestler. You don't watch wrestling. I, I've been watching Glow. Does that count? Yeah, yeah, Glow counts. Glow, I, I finished it. Yeah. That was pretty good. Um, yeah, I, I'm definitely. Somewhat familiar with the Bret Hart story because he's from my hometown there. Uh, I think one of the biggest differences is it's still a pretty big city. I think we have just over a million people, but it's a little isolated. Like it's in, you know, it's in the prairies. It's in the middle of nowhere. It kind of reminds me of Denver, if you've been to Denver much, because it has the, the mountains on the horizon mm-hmm. and it's kind of elevated. So kind of dry air. Um, so that's what's always motivated me to get down south. Uh, move down and get some humidity and and some warmth in my life. Why'd you pick Charlotte? Um, my girlfriend. My girlfriend got a job down here. I have, oh, okay. a, I have a green card and she needed uh, a work visa, so she got a job offer that came with a visa in Charlotte. So we moved down here. We had a couple. Du- uh, we had a couple options, but I wanted somewhere nice and warm. And my family had lived in South Carolina before on Hilton Head Island. Yeah. And uh, so I'd spent some time down here. Kind of knew the area. Uh, so I thought that. As an entrepreneur, I could come down and get some stuff accomplished. You know, kind of keep going where I left off. Actually, when they were down here on Hilton Head, um, I was just moving back from Costa Rica at the time. I spent a year in Costa Rica. I opened up a tiki bar. Get out of on here on the beach. Yeah, interesting. He, he didn't know that. Yep. That's awesome, man. Opened up a tiki bar on the beach. Failed horribly. <laughs> this <laughs> is this is probably my largest entrepreneurial uh, debacle. Um, But I came back, spent some time with my family there. I was doing a few gigs here and there. Um, At the time, my business was called uh, Party Factory. Party Factory. So we were just doing party entertainment, DJ stuff. Kind of similar, but um, after that, I moved to Toronto back in Canada. I was studying film. Uh, That's why I do some videography and media production now. And uh, I kind of... Up the game while I was back there so now Fat City Entertainment Um, this is Party Factory 2.0 and we we do quite a bit more so our games have definitely developed since then Um, I really only started doing this full time since I moved from Canada uh, the last time so I've been doing this just over a year now I haven't really been doing much else um, in Charlotte uh, trying to make entertainment my full-time position which is you know it has its ups and downs It's not an easy profession to get into um, but I love it you know I love entertainment it's my passion and um, I want to be able to do it full-time so that was the goal and I think so far it's been pretty well I'd love to talk about some trials and, and pitfalls and some yeah of them let's now.
1: so let's get into that so why do you think your uh, tiki bar endeavor
2: failed well there was a Pretty specific problem down there. Okay, so what happened was I leased uh, a venue from a hotel. They're beautiful, beautiful. I'm sorry. This is, was what? This was this Costa is, Rica. Yep. It's, it was in Manuel Antonio of Costa Rica. It's on the west coast. Uh, this beautiful property and hotel was called Hotel Arboleda. Actually, Francis Ford Coppola, the director, tried to right. buy this property off them. could kidding. They told me it was twelve million dollars. And they turned it down because uh, the, the property had been in the family for years and years and uh, the Ticos, that's what they call the locals down there, you know, they, they're, they're proud people and wanted to keep it in the family. Um, and I think when they saw me, they saw some dollar signs in, in their eyes because they didn't have a whole lot of traffic from the hotel um, and me saying that I want to lease, they had a tiki bar out front right on the beach and I said, I, I want to... Least this from you. It's been a dream of mine to open up a little cocktail-style uh, entertainment venue on a beach. Kind of that would be straight fun. Straight Tom yeah. Cruise well, yeah. tossing bottles up in the air, dropping them on your head. I'm not very good at flare bartending, but <laughs> I, I tried my best. Is that what that's called? Flare bartending. Yeah. That's a thing. Yeah, that's right. Um, and we we went for it. It was a it was a really good time. Still one of the highlights of my life, but probably not. Uh, there wasn't much longevity there, you know? I was still living like a tourist, which was one of my pitfalls. If I was living maybe by local standards, which would have been a lot more modest, smaller home, uh, smaller bills and everything, um, I probably could have lasted quite a bit longer. But after I spent just over a year down there, I decided they also have a rainy season, which cumbly it it, uh, gets really slow for about, Four or five months and pretty much much dead. And it it goes, it rains nonstop. So I went through one rainy season, kind of got the taste of that, realized I didn't want to do that again. And it was going to be a significant investment if I was going to go through one more rainy season. So before the rainy season came, I decided to pack her up and head back home. Um, that being said, uh, one day I'll be back. One day I'll be back. They haven't seen the last of me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dusty. Did people think you were running from something? They're like, "What are you, what are you doing here?" Uh, I don't know. I called the place Buck Wild's Beach Bar. In my in my history as an entertainer, I've had quite a few nicknames and pseudonyms. And when I lived in England, everybody called me Buckwild Wild. In my in my youth, in my twenties, when I was in England. Yo, Buck Wild, what up? I, I got a job. I was working at a pub and I changed my name on my resume before I got the job to Buck Wild just on a whim. It might have been a bet, actually. I think I might have won a beer off that. But uh, they called oh, me Buck Wild that entire time. So when I was in Costa Rica, it was Buck Wild's Beach Bar.
0: And then how'd you come up with Fat City? That's an interesting name, too. I mean, when I was
2: in uh, Toronto, uh, I was living with my sister. She was visiting me for a few months while I was there. And one day, uh, we sat and we said, you know, we need a revamp, um, what what would we like to call the company? Um, and We didn't really know. We went through tons and tons of names. Uh, Fat City was one that stuck and we said, okay, we're gonna come back in three days and if we don't have a better idea than Fat City it is. Um, really the idea is Fat City is, you know, a community, or I'd like it to be more of a community anyways. And we're artists and we're entrepreneurs, and you know, a lot of, like what you guys are doing, and just trying to be positive and, and support live entertainment. Well, let's entertainment. get one thing straight I'm not trying to be positive. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. What is your goal? What is your goal? <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> is your goal? Um, yeah, support live entertainment. Live entertainment is my passion. I really uh, love when a venue just has the absolute perfect ambiance and the entertainment is going and people, you know, there's that communal feeling that you get everybody kind of shares it it's a shared experience and it's a memory that goes down in the banks uh, that you don't get on a computer at home you can't get it um, or watching TV or watching a movie uh, maybe live and live theater you maybe can get some of that um, but, you know, I wanted to always push that and make sure that in our ever-developing world that we don't lose that you know, so um, I'm all for all types of live entertainment. I do stand-up comedy. I did uh, Second City. Oh. In Chicago? In, in Toronto. In Toronto. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. So I did some stand-up with them. Um, Tell us a joke. I did one of those. <laughs> uh, knock, knock. How, what's your what's your rating on this podcast? Oh, hey, man. It's, it's, what's what's it's, the worst word you've ever said on here? Uh, have we had anybody cursing? I, I, I think somebody said shit. Brian, Brian's got to have said something. Probably. Let's let but
0: it's everyone that listens to this is an adult, so let's go ahead. Go ahead. It'll be fine. Well, I do bits. I don't
2: really do right, jokes yeah. kind of like that. More of a It's, it's more of a script. No, do you know, know who I mean, Gary I mean. Goldman is? Uh, Gary Oldman, not Goldman.
1: Gary Goldman, right? Goldman.
0: I don't know who you're talking Gary
1: about. Gary Goldman, the blockbuster guy.
0: Goldman, with a G-U-L. That's you I said, Goldman. No, you, it sounded like you said Oldman or Goldman.
1: No, Gary Goldman.
2: Gary Goldman, yeah.
1: Oh, great bit. Great bits on Blockbuster. Sorry to interject there, but
2: yeah. do it. I don't have. Who's I mean, <laughs> your favorite? Who's your favorite comedian? Uh, I think my inspiration must be Jerry Seinfeld. Okay. But, uh... Oh,
1: What's the deal? <laughs>
2: <laughs> like when George
0: confronts Jerry at the coffee shop, and he's like, "You do a lot of uh, this and that type of stuff." Do you exactly. remember that episode? Yeah. yeah. Where like Jerry asked George to come to the coffee shop and pretend like he hasn't seen him in a while. Yeah. Oh yeah. So George okay. shows up, and Jerry's like, "Yeah, I'm a comedian." He goes, "Oh yeah, you do a lot of." have you ever noticed and uh, he's, yeah, he's like yeah yeah. He goes, yeah, a lot of comedians are doing that these days <laughs> you really <laughs> lost a lot of hair there. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta hold your sneaker <laughs> it's curious as <laughs> why someone like you would be in a coffee shop like this that's funny and George is like I gotta stay calm with the people yeah. anyways I like uh, the I used to love Brian Regan was one of my favorites yeah, sure. uh, Gary Goldman of course Bill Burr always funny
2: um, Louis C.K. he's alright he, very I saw him in Greensboro just recently. Really? Louis C.K. is fantastic. You know, who I really like. That's
0: really underrated. Is John Mulvaney? You know him? Uh, I don't know. Um, you would probably recognize him if you saw him, but he, he had a TV show. It didn't last very long. No. Yeah, it was like on Fox, and uh, I forget what it was called. But um,
2: back to uh, Glow, Mark Maron is yeah, uh, yeah. Mark fantastic. Maron's good. Uh, he's got a really good. podcast. He's got a good podcast too. Yeah. Too, yeah. Yeah, Mark Mariner, He's
0: He did a great job in that, in Glow. Oh, he's fantastic. Uh, Brian, I was trying to get you on Glow. I don't think I would like
1: Glow. Would you, I don't
0: think so. Was it woman on rollerblades? Or Gorgeous something? Ladies of Wrestling. It's, uh... What Which it, was a, an actual thing, is it a apparently, comedy? back is it in the it early a, it's, 80s. Is it on rollerblades or something? They're not
1: on rollerblades. You're thinking like roller derby or something. This is like women wrestling. Is it real wrestling or is it like a TV like show? Like professional
0: wrestling. I know,
1: I understand the concept of professional wrestling, but is it like a drama? It was it, like an eight, it had like eight episodes or ten episodes. What do they do on the episodes? It's how GLOW was
0: formed. It's basically... Oh, so it's like a documentary. It's loosely based on... How is that? Answer me
1: this, Chris. Jeez, you can't answer. Oh a... my
0: goodness. Is it,
1: it like, are they actors? Yes. Or is this a documentary? It's actors. Okay, and are they wrestling each other? Or is it <laughs> like, do they go home to their families and kind of like scripted conversations? Both. Like... Yeah. Okay. You just check it out. It's, it's
2: worth the watch. Definitely. Okay, I'll check it's it out. It's only 10 so, episodes. Dusty, I'm, I'm was, getting your recommendation. I love the, uh, the 80s
1: vibe that comes yeah, with it. It's pretty too. good. Stranger Things, 80s vibe. You ever seen Stranger Things?
2: Yeah, I watched the first episode. Ev- uh, season, season two, two coming out
1: October twenty eighth. Looking forward to it. Never Hour heard of two. it. Uh, so, anyways, yeah. So,
0: what all does Fat City do? I mean, tell break us down. What are if people looked into hiring so, you? What what all could you provide?
2: So right now, what we're promoting is our game show nights. So it's a lot like uh, your television game shows, but you know we bring it. We're mobile entertainers so wherever you'd like to be uh, we do have some events coming up uh, at breweries in in charlotte one notably i've got coming up is at bold missy brewery um my co-host for this is going to be a drag queen
0: oh, okay that sounds That's fun it's going to be
2: exciting uh, bold missy is a female owned and operated and uh, i've been working or i've been meaning to work with this uh beautiful lady <laughs> and uh, so we're gonna go out there and we're gonna have a, a kind of who is who's the drag queen is she like popular around uh, here uh I, I shouldn't be saying this because we're still working oh, on okay. dates but okay. lana kane um uh-huh. she does uh petras as well at trivia night of petras uh-huh, okay
0: so, surprisingly enough i'm not uh you're not in the scene i don't know many people that, that do that that's
2: cool, man. Yeah um all right what else you guys do do you guys do karaoke at all no karaoke that's something that i've always kind of stayed away from um wedding djs that's also something that i've i've ventured away from um because those are completely different markets you know and they're they're hard to get into one of the big challenges that i've been having lately is there's a lot of trivia companies in town um our games are trivia based we do bring in quite a big setup. We have a sound system and a visual setup. We bring in a, a usually a projector screen if you don't already have one set up at the venue. Um, and we have a big screen game board. So you guys know, because we've hosted a game before, and I really appreciate being able to talk to you guys about that. because We need to do that again. That was fun. We need to do it again. It was a good time. Um, and the games are interactive, as you all well know. You know, There's hidden side games. You could choose your categories from the big screen. We use buzzers. Um, very seldom do we actually have written down style trivia, as is popular. You guys go to some trivia nights still? Uh, do you have any in Fort Mill here that you frequent?
0: Uh, I don't frequent it, but I know Hobos has one. Uh, I think every week.
2: Yeah. Um, well, usually there's like a Tuesday or a Wednesday yeah. around somewhere. Um, definitely in Charlotte, there's, you know, I would say five to ten other trivia companies, and you know they they're competitive, very competitive prices. And um, what I've found here is, you know, people are looking for that price point too so I offer quite a big show Um, it's a little bit more expensive but I really find that the value is there Um, we have two hosts because we kind of have uh, like a DJ set up the whole time there's music going the entire time we have uh, microphone host that is on a wireless microphone and engaging in all the teams and getting them excited getting bonus points going off and making sure that all the side games are going off without a hitch and uh, the other host is running the computer systems playing the music taking the cues also on a microphone typically as well and kind of being the announcer at the same time so, there's a lot going on uh, with, the, with the big screen, and there's interactive media and lots of images. Um, so, we do quite a big show compared to your typical style one host on a microphone yeah. with, with pieces of paper where you write down. So, you know, I love trivia nights. I love, you know, watching Jeopardy on TV and, and things like that. So, I've always been inspired to do a much more intricate trivia night. Um, so I don't know. Maybe you guys can help me out with this because I've been here a year now, and I've all the shows that I've hosted have been fantastic. Everybody's loved them, but you know when I'm speaking with new uh, customers, everyone says, "Well, these guys are doing it for you know almost half the price." I'm saying, "Well, I'm doing ten times the amount of work, and we've got a lot going on." So yeah, um,
0: yeah, yours is more of um an event and an experience, right? right? I mean, I think most times it is kind of just one person sitting at her, at his or her table, like you know, almost just like a small solo table. And they just, all right, nineteen seventy four, or and, and, you know, they yeah. go on with the question. But yours is, I think, is something people can pay attention to and sit down and be. It's it's a part of the actual event and not something that's going on in the distance.
2: Yeah, I, I like to say that people love to uh play our games of course you know there's there's usually three different types of people that come to our events there's ones that really like the trivia there's ones that really like the participation the side games or dancing along to the music and then there's people that just like watching our game because it's a show and it really is a show and we have uh really good performers that are our hosts and um you know i try and take it to the next level so um I need to, I'm looking for some new ways to broach that, you know, to let people know that it's more. So, uh, I really appreciate the show that we did here at loom and we got the chance to videotape it. So at least we're on YouTube. Yeah. Pardon me, YouTube. And, uh, people can, uh, really see, see what a full game. Um, and what, it, what it can be. And I've done shows for like private and Christmas parties of 200 people. And, uh, it's pretty crazy. I yeah, I was gonna ask. I
0: mean, you know, what type of industry could you go to that's not necessarily a bar or a pub, but someone that hosts different parties and well, what? we
2: do uh, we do a lot of Christmas parties. Yeah. It's definitely our busiest time of year. I usually my Saturdays uh, near Christmas, leading up to Christmas, book up very quick. Um, usually the Fridays as well, um, but those are corporate. Event staff parties, and as great as that time of year is, a lot of companies don't do you know another event throughout the year, it's pretty much just a Christmas party. Maybe they'll do a summer party or a spring party, but I would say the majority of offices and corporate companies that I deal with uh, only do the one, so uh you know, I need to, my Christmas is great and that's coming up so I'm excited about that if anybody listening would like to book I do an early bird special so if you get booked in by uh, the end of September it will give you a 10% discount Um, so get in quickly, you can find us at fatcityentertainment.com but uh, you know I need to think of some other things for the rest of the year Um, I'm thinking about going back to the roots and kind of doing more comedy nights and Stand up comedy, but that's that's a different game. If you
1: book me as a stand up comic, sure, it's gonna. That'll take
0: off, yeah. it
2: will take off,
0: yeah. Um, who writes all the questions and all the material and the content?
2: Uh, I think we have about forty games now, so we've got a pretty good selection on our website. You can download them anywhere, which is cool. So if you're in a different city and you can't hire us because we can't get to you, you can actually buy our games right off the website, download them, and host them yourselves. I even have a free ebook that I wrote um, to kind of explain how to do everything. Um, they come with Spotify playlists, so you have music with them, and uh, you can do it. Just, they just download anywhere. the
1: whole thing. The whole Spotify playlist. It yeah, comes so, included in that. Okay. Yep.
2: Yeah, yep. Yeah. We have about forty games to answer your question. I uh, I've written most of them myself, but I've uh, recently hired on a couple other. Uh, Outsourced employees that are helping me write some new games. So if I have uh, any special requests, I can just um, order them up, and they'll get the questions written. But you know, I I like writing the games like like they're scripts, and they have momentum, and they 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 certainly have a punch and a climax to them. So I I almost always make sure that I've uh, done the final edit. And myself. you said you had over forty
0: games. What kind of games like are they? Are these based on certain topics, or how does
2: we have, someone select a game? So Fat Bottom Trivia is our main of, of game, um, named Fat City, my last name is Rams Bottom, so we've got Fat Bottom Trivia, oh, and uh, that's general knowledge, we also have Music Trivia Party, which is all music trivia, we have Sports Pub Night, and we also have Lights, Curtains Trivia which is more movie and tv based can you combine them or, is, or, yeah, or sure. if you want to do that do you just do general for the most no, part we do uh we do specialty games especially for uh during the christmas season we get special requests for a category that's even about the company as well so people ask us hey can we do a category that's all about our company or even if we have different different locations we can have a little bit of competition there too what kind of coffee do we supply in the break room? That's, you know, you're joking, but I've done very similar <laughs> Everybody's questions. Like, oh, oh it's,
0: it's definitely the... Uh, it's Folgers.
2: folders. It's great value. The K-Cups of great value. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, for a lot of the team building uh, events, you know, they're great because it mm-hmm. actually, it incorporates some of the office... Uh, things that you should know um, into the game, right?
1: like you said, team building, morale building. It's a great and knowledge
2: building, you know. And uh, I had one event last Christmas. It was for a uh, it was in Canada, but it was for co op, and they were they had some promotions of their own, and they were they added categories to make sure that all of their uh, staff knew what they were supposed to be doing, and the guys that. Were the quickest on the buzzer did pretty well and uh, typically they bring some gift certificates or prizes at the events to share with the winners and a really good time um, each game lasts just over an hour so most of our events run three hours and you can get two different genres of our games into an event
0: okay that's cool man i love the idea of like an office hiring someone like someone's like, I need to uh, improve morale, but I also want to improve performance. You know, let's have a trivia game. And then, like the dude, like Lumberg, is like, when do your TPS reports yeah. need to be turned in? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, on my desk by 5 the p.m. TV on our desk. So let's talk about something that uh, the three of us talked about a week or two ago. And just kind of um, this collaborative... I don't even know what you want to call it—artistic well, yeah, uh, expression
2: group—or just within my company, I've been calling it the Fat City Players. Um, okay. But our first meeting, I'd like to discuss that with the with the group and see what we would like to call ourselves. And this is more of a philanthropic group where we uh, get back to our roots as artists and entertainers. And, you know, don't worry about selling shows for a minute and really get out there and meet some new people and develop community. And the idea here is once a month or so, we'll get together, we'll decide on a project, and, you know, we'll do it. I've got an idea. Okay. Should I say it now or should I sh- save it for after the
1: show? No, let's do it right now. Going back to the philanthropic. Yep. The Jones Zone has partnered with Veterans Path Up. Okay so veterans path up needs extra money we could do a trivia yeah military trivia veteran whatever get a bunch of people to come in fundraiser boom
2: there you go there you go that's an example of uh i think it's a great example what i thought that we would do at our group meetings is everyone would come up with one bring one idea to the table you know um the more research that you've done probably you're going to get more votes and we'll be democratic and we'll just say okay which one would you like to do would you like to go with brian's or would you like to go with chris's or would you like to go with mine mine this week uh, i've got i've been i bought these jumping stilts Jumping oh stilts. yeah have you ever seen these yeah they're yeah these like, i'd probably stilts. kill myself yeah well I, they draw so much attention so maybe my idea one of my i've got a list of ideas here one of them was Let's just go out and put the jumping stilts on. Um, we'll always have video cameras. Like I, we're at the point <clears throat> in social media mm. that it's going to be on Facebook or YouTube one way or another. So, and I do videography, so we've got quite a bit of equipment. But uh, you know, I want to put that aside. Well, let's just assume that we're going to videotape everything and just build interest and and try and uh, uh, build interest in not only us but whoever we've decided on so if if it's brian's idea then we'll try and build this charity if it's my idea with jumping stilts and we just want to uh go and be silly and put some shin pads on and go put these jumping stilts and run down main street then no. uh,
0: <laughs> it's a it's a flash mob they're on jumping stilts
2: yeah i mean i think they're fun Is this the idealist but one of them i've got quite a bit of uh different ideas let's see uh a talent show i really like the idea of just starting off by interviewing people on the street and finding out what their talents are and just kind of you know being in touch i want to be outside more i want to be on the street just talking to people um i really like the idea of events where um just like our trivia events when you're out and you're with people i like when you not force people to talk to other people but you ever go somewhere Do you go to a restaurant and even other trivia nights you notice that though the tables are sitting right next to each other they never socialize right. you can be sitting next to a person all night and never say hello even i find that on my street sometimes you know i have a hard time just meeting my own neighbors right because it's hard to broach that nowadays you know like mm-hmm. everyone's so isolated i want people to start talking to each other for whatever reason so if we can get people just conversing Even by, if we are out there on jumping stilts, we have a camera and a microphone, and we're talking to people on the street, do you know how long before we have a crowd around us? A couple minutes? If that. Ten minutes? If that. And people are just, they they flock to these sort of things because they want it, they yearn for it, but it doesn't always happen in their day-to-day lives, so we need to go out of our way to bring it to them. And... uh, You know i think all the ideas are good any idea you know i don't want to break the bank because these are philanthropic and there's zero budget so i don't want us as performers to have to invest too terribly much of our own money but you know we'll take donations when we need to and that'll go to our next projects and and certainly uh the sky's the limit as far as as far as what we can do and uh at the end of each group meeting will delegate our our responsibilities if if brian is going to be our liaison with the with the veterans group then then that's perfect and uh maybe i'll do some graphic design this time chris what would you do
0: um i'll do the video recording okay. yeah, I do. yeah we need yeah. cameramen definitely and uh yeah there you go we'll there keep an eye out for the Fat City Players I like that name a lot actually Fat City Players there's
2: more information uh, there's a tab on our website fatcityentertainment.com just click on the Fat City Players and uh, you'll see all the upcoming uh, group meetings on there and you can sign in with your email address and then you'll get posted and you don't have to feel obligated to come to every meeting but uh, I think you're technically part of the group after you have showed up for your first meeting so
0: Very cool, man. So anybody looking to start a trivia night or do something fun for your company or or a party or whatever, look
2: into uh, Fat City Entertainment and then keep your eye open for the Fat City players. Ooh, I got a really good one. I've always wanted to give somebody a haircut, but nobody ever lets me. So I was thinking Hmm. about giving away some free haircuts. Maybe we'll get some professionals to donate some time, but I just want to cut somebody's hair. (laughs) <laughs> I don't, they don't have to pay me. I just always thought that I'd be good at it, but nobody ever lets me try. So I don't. Yeah, know. So so if you point.
1: do butcher it out, we could do this at a, a at a barber shop. Yeah, we have a friend who's a barber. Yeah, okay. And uh, okay. so if you butcher it, Yep. which which I probably, probably will. Probably It's my first time. Yeah, except for he myself. can he can go by and clean it up. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But so should we find somebody that's like willing to shave their head if it all goes bad?
2: Wait. Well, we need someone with quite a bit of hair already. Because it's gonna take a few takes, I'm thinking. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! Oh, God. Well, Keith, you know Keith's opening up a barber school. Right? Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. maybe that'd be cool. there you go. Maybe, we, maybe he wants some some interest, and we can go help him out. I'm sure he would. All right, man. Well, Dusty, thanks for coming, man. It was no good to meet,
0: appreciate you appreciate you guys you me meet you. again. We've met other a bunch of times, but uh, we will talk to you soon. He's one. Of,
1: he's one of the. He's one of our favorites. Yeah, Dusty responds. Oh, he's a he's a made guy in the Jones Zone family. <laughs> there you go. <laughs>
0: thanks so much for listening to the Jones zone podcast with Chris and Brian Jones. We'll catch you on the next
1: episode.